we're good. So, all right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do uh, it. All right. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Jason Kokenzie with Building Wealth Now. I am so glad that you guys are here today. And I've got a very special guest of somebody who I've been following for a little bit, but uh, had the opportunity to actually be on his podcast. And I wanted to get him on my podcast right away as well, uh, because I know that he's got some great things to offer for you guys in the world of entrepreneurship. He's got quite a story. And I'm going to have him kind of jump in that story. We're, we're going to fan some things out for all of you in the world of entrepreneurship. And I'm looking forward to uh, having our guest on there. But just to, first of all, for all of you subscribers out there, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. As always, I appreciate you. And I hope you guys know that. For those of you who are first-time listeners or maybe long-time listeners that have not hit that subscribe button yet, hey, make sure you do that as well. And for you first-time listeners, I'm very privileged to have you here. I kind of an honor uh, to have you guys here. So thank you very much. And uh, we're going to tell you about another podcast that you're going to want to go jump on over here in just a few minutes as well. Um, but I've got Rael Andrews on this podcast and if you are on my youtube channel right now you can actually see this guy and uh you may have recognized him before and i'll let him kind of go in that little bit of a story before before we get all that kind of stuff uh but uh he's a guy i actually met really from clubhouse and i know that a lot of you out there have been hearing me say a lot about clubhouse it is a very addictive social media platform where they call it the drop-in media um, social platform. And I kind of call it like an interactive podcast is what I want to call it. You have some amazing people out there that are willing to take their time and drop some the most amazing nuggets. And this guy that we got on this call today and this podcast is actually one of those guys I've learned from and I'm excited about him. So uh, first of all, Rael, I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for jumping on. I appreciate it. And uh, it, it is definitely my privilege, and I'm blessed to have you on here. So welcome. Glad that you're here. And uh, I just want to just jump in this because I know your time is valuable. And um, I just kind of want to go back and hear kind of your, you know, lifelong story uh, in a, an abbreviated nutshell, so to speak, and kind of bring us up to, to right here. And then we're going to just jump in those questions. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Jason, for having me. I'm grateful to be here. And yeah, you know, I'll give you my quick, you know, 60, 90 second abbreviation of my, my uh, story for, for time's sakes. But basically, um, you know, my name is Rail Andrews, the AKA coach. Most people call me coach. I come from a small town in North Vancouver, BC. I grew up an only child, grew up on the other side of the tracks. I graduated from a class of 1800, um, 1200, sorry, 1200. I was the only African-American. That was an 81. So, um, you know, racism, bullying, you know, that was a big part of my life. You know, the thing is, though, um, because the way my parents brought me up and stuff, I didn't know it as racism and, and, and bullying and, and stuff like that back then. I just thought people were mean, specifically kids, you know, but I've grown fast forward to that. You know, my original dream was to make the 84 Olympics as a sprinter. Uh, like I said, we grew up on the other side of the track, so I ran barefoot till I was in grade seven. I still have my original pair of track uh, shoes right there with the grass spikes in them. Um, you know, at 13, pulled my hamstring. I had a career change. Uh, I felt, found myself in a movie set, um, started doing extra work. Uh, moved to Toronto, um, became uh, a very successful model, first African-American stuntman. 
Um, and then I remember um, I was sitting at a table and I said, you know, I was listening to all these actors. I was on a set working. They said, talking about Hollywood and all that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Hollywood and become an a actor and walk, walk the uh, Emmy carpet and all that. And they laughed at me, right? Literally. I'm, I'll never forget it. They laughed at me. And they were like... <clears throat> Dude, less than 3% of SAG even make a living, and there's no work for black actors. So why don't you just go stay in your lane and do something you're supposed to? And I remember in my head, I didn't say anything, but I said, then I'm going to be part of that 3%. So fast forward to now, um, I have become an, an Emmy award-winning actor, um, you know, very successful actor in Hollywood. I'm a big-time network marketer. I found that 14 years ago. Very passionate about that. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure. You know, and, you know, that's what, what I do, who I am. I'm a very grateful father, um, um, you know, a husband. You know, I'm a cancer survivor. Uh, two years sober this past Christmas. I'm challenged with mental uh, bipolar manic too, so I'm a big time mental wellness advocate. And you know, I like to see myself as an action coach. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, really. That, that's awesome. And and like I said, uh, there's probably a lot of people out there saying, "Man, this guy's face looks very familiar." And yeah, he's been he's been. Uh, all around on that Hollywood set. And so he's done a lot of cool things in there. And uh, he has a podcast as well. So you might even see his, his face on YouTube for all I know. But, uh, you know, obviously you've been an entrepreneur for long. You kind of touched on something that I wasn't necessarily uh, planning to go on to. But, you know, you know, we kind of said it before we get on here, just wherever it leads. So uh, as he just mentioned, you know, he's black, I'm white. Okay. And uh, I, I want to be very clear up front for those of you who've listened to me for a long time. I mean, I hope you understand this because I'm not, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Some of my best friends for my entire life have all been a different race than I have been. Even in my wedding, I had two people at my wedding who were, who were a different race. I, and I, and I, some of my best friends are. So I, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to ask this question. This is probably maybe, maybe we'll knock you back on your feet for just a second, but uh, I know you're a successful entrepreneur. And, you know, the day that we live in today is, oh, it's just filled with so much strife and anger, misunderstanding, miscommunication. There's just so many things that go along. And I think, you know, we have this whole thing that the Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. And then we have another angle of things, too, of people who just claim themselves to be a victim of whatever I mean, you could fill in the blank with that, right? I mean, people want to claim themselves to be a victim. And so everyone's lawsuit happy, sue happy, and all that kind of stuff. And so you mentioned right out the, at the gate, ever since you were a little kid, you just thought, man, these kids are just mean. Later on, you realized, wow, actually, that's that's racism. And, I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. As a, as a white person, I get it, but I don't, right? I just don't, I don't fully understand that. I mean, I have my friends who are, are all of different races and stuff, and they certainly tell me those things, but I certainly don't. And I don't want to get in the whole concept of white privilege or anything like that. But how have you overcome, I mean, you kind of already told me in, in a sense, as far as in the Hollywood world, but how have you overcome that? What were the things that you had to grasp on and hold on to that said, you know what, despite what people think about me by my race or racism or whatever, what has mustered you to get the strength up to say, I'm going to show them. I'm going to be successful despite what people have said. I, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear what you have to say. Yeah, thanks. You know, um, and Jason, that's a, <laughs> it's a great question. It's a dangerous question uh, today in today's age, as you all know, with all this thing, cancel, cancel 
was it cancel culture now and it's it's all just crazy to me um you know but there's a, a few things first and foremost it started with how my parents brought me up you know um they didn't bring me up black white red orange yellow whatever i was just a person um and you know i was brought up very specifically with three things and those three things are a huge part of who i am today and why i had the success number one my mom every night every night not every now and then every night so you know what we now know jason with subliminal implantation did she know she was doing that i don't know but hey before i go to bed and i'm going in that state every night my mama said in my ear don't dream tonight son dream big every single night i mean i i can hear that today still you know my dad taught me no such word as c-a-n-t like we don't to this day i'm 58 years old i have three kids that word is not said in this house that word is not said in the andrews house and for a while there when my kids were younger it used to be a funny thing my kids would be like dad that person said the c word or they would correct you they'd be like uh not able yet you know um and then my dad the big one was you know my dad always said i don't make excuses son i don't even take them he said i know he'd say i don't take excuses i don't make them not even good ones son not even justified ones so when you have that formula then before me it was just about grinding you know and you know even when that and see a lot of it's hindsight right because even when when i look back and that that person actually said and there's no work for black people back then that didn't really register like it does now it just meant I, I don't know so what are you telling me because what i really heard the thing that stuck to me most jason was less than three percent make a living so then i said well then i'm going to be part of that three percent you know so how did i overcome those challenges um you know i just you know i was just taught to what happened at a very young age i remember for me there it was the first thing that when my dad said there's no such word as c-a-n-t and then i was like i did something like say it was like something really simple like something that somebody told me i couldn't do and then and then i did it i was like oh kind of works and then i tried something a little bigger and the network so my whole life has been built to that so it's like where it's like and somebody asked me this the other day on a podcast and they said so did that stuff does that stuff does that stuff fuel does that stuff drive you when people tell you the reality is when i was younger yeah i think so but the reality is you know what what drives me is my why but more importantly my why behind my why what i call it who am i fighting for who are those little eyes human trafficking bullying you know depression cancer um addicts alcoholics those are some of my personal things i see those eyes every day when i wake up and say oh man i just want to go back to sleep i'm a coach coach we need you get up we're counting on you you know that's what you get me but what fuels me See, it doesn't drive me, but it certainly fuels me. I love it so much, Jason. I'm like, please tell me no. Please, come, somebody, please. I need some energy. Tell me I can't do it. Please tell me, right? Because that shit fuels me, like for sure. It's not so much that, you know what I mean? Because I think when we say, does that drive you? I think that's a negative connotation. I ain't doing it to spite you, right? I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's not about you, dude. 
It's about me proving that I can do it so those little eyes that are counting on me see that they can do it too. So we have a lot of people that, that are entrepreneurs. They, they don't have a business. They've never started a business. They're thinking about businesses specifically, typically in the online world. And I, you know, I, I know I get a lot of the conversation all the time about, you know, hey, well, Jason, you don't know my past. Um, and I, I've learned a long time ago that successful people don't play victims, right? They just don't. They just move forward despite whatever their past is. So here, here's a lot of people that are listening today that they, they don't have what you had when you were a kid. And, and not, that, not that you had things that they didn't have, but you had parents who influenced you in a positive light, right? Don't dream, dream big. I love that. I love that. And uh, I think that's such an important thing for people to understand. So what would you tell that person who's, who's listening today, who's saying, well, you don't know my background. Well, you know, you, you told me at the beginning, you lived on the other side of the tracks. It, it wasn't a silver spoon environment. You didn't have everything on a silver platter. So what would you tell that person today who's listening, who's saying, but you don't know my past? What would you tell them right now to help them get out of that victim mentality to start looking at life different and move forward? Your excuses are killing you. Your excuses are killing your dreams. I mean, you know, I get that all the time. And listen, we all have our challenges, champions, but I promise you, I promise you, come spend a day with me behind the scenes. Come, I challenge you to come spend a day behind the scenes with me. And then you will have a whole nother level of respect of how I show up on the outside. I got all kind of stuff in my life daily since I was a baby that I could be victim about, that I could make excuses about. My dad left me at three. I'm black. This, I have an addiction. I'm bipolar. You know what? I, dude, I've had times when we used to go to the dollar store and buy a hot dog and cut it into five pieces to feed my family. My wife would call me Friday night, say, we got five bucks to get us through gas, food, whatever you want, till Monday morning. And I said, listen, guys, I'm just telling you, stop. Stop it. Stop making the excuses. Stop playing. You know what? You can play victim all your life because here's the reality of the situation. 98% of success in the world is enjoyed by 2% of the population. Fame, riches, good marriages, time freedom, all of that. And you know what? It's, it's easy. It's so easy. And it's so easy that I bank on it now because 98% of people just make an excuse. Oh, that was the whole reason I have my podcast, Getting Real with Real, because I wanted people to know that it's not shiny here, right? It's like, dude, it's like, listen, man, I could, I don't, this isn't about me, but I just want you to know, man, I can tell you times when my, to be, become a successful actor in Hollywood, right? Because all people see, oh, he's an Emmy Award winning actor, right? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about the 26 years and 29 days and 15 hours and 10 minutes of overnight success. Let me tell you about the times when it was 25 cents for a stamp and I didn't have 25 cents to buy a stamp to write a letter to my mom home. Let me tell you about the time I sat on a bus three hours stoned out of my head dreaming about the one piece of bread and a little bit of peanut butter and half a banana that I had in my house that I was going to eat. And when I got there, I dropped it on the floor. Dude, stop. 
Stop. You know what? The difference is you just got to show up and just just do it. I mean, I know it's like Nike, but really, guys, I'm, I'm not going to miss this opportunity because here's what it is, champions. I'm not mad at you. Jason's not mad at you. I, I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty confident I spent some time with him. You know what I'm mad at? In fact, I'm, I'm irritated. I'm furious at the freaking enemy because the enemy is getting in your head and he's robbing you of your dreams because as long as he keeps you down as a victim and tells you that you're worthless and tells you that you can't do anything, he wins. Because I promise you, if you're having a dream and you have a passion, you have a calling. And the minute you start to walk into it, the minute some amazing champion like Jason gets you to believe in yourself and go after it, guess what? He's going to lose. He's going to lose. So you got to be relentless. You can't just go, oh, well, I want to be a successful entrepreneur. No, dude. You got to go after it and you got to fight. This is why, like, this tattoo I have right here on my arm. Proverbs, get knocked down eight times, get, get up seven. I have it right there for a reason. I've been knocked down. Listen, I'll just end with this because I love this. Stuff. Somebody said this the other day, Jason, and I loved it. They said, what did they say? They said, if you're, if you're, what did she say? She said, if you're, if you're something about, it's not the word she said, the word she used was better. But basically what she was saying, do your challenges make you who you are? And I said, dude. If my challenges make me who I am, I'm flipping beast mode 10X because I've had a lot of challenges. So that's what I would say, dude. Just, just tell the enemy to shut up and go after your dream and you just got to go get it, dude. Stop. Your excuses are killing you. Seriously, they're robbing you of your victories. Yeah, I love it. And, and that's it. I mean, people want to dwell so much on the past that they will not create a future for themselves. And mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a terrible thing. So I know that you're in business right now. I know that you have a podcast. Um, I know that you're in business. And so um, I know that you're in network marketing. Um, so tell me, do you have other businesses that are going? We'll talk about network marketing in your sec. We'll talk about podcasts in a sec. But are there any other businesses that you have out there right now? Um, you know, Jason, well, there's my acting, which is mm -hmm. my job, J-O-B. Sure. Yeah. People think it's funny. I call that my J-O-B. Mm -hmm. um, but those of us that are in network marketing understand that. Um, you know, no, really right now is just, you know, I have my, well, yeah, I have my coaching business, obviously. Um, and, um, you know, just that, my coaching, my acting, my network marketing, my podcast, which isn't really, that's just a passion for me. I'm now learning i guess you can monetize this thing i don't know i didn't know anything about that i just did it because i liked it yeah well, the reason why i asked that question is again the, the audience that we have here uh it's funny because i get to talk to them a lot of times and a lot of times they're coming to me and say well hey i've got all these businesses i'm trying to work on and i'm trying to do this and i'm trying to do that and trying to do this and i'm trying to do that and i have to stop and say how many of them are actually successful right now and you know, 99% of the time, they're going to say, well, none of them really are that successful. So I, I, I follow along the, the theme of what Aristotle says, if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither. <laughs> right. And so you're obviously a person who has multiple different streams of income. Fantastic. That's what I try to teach these people, get multiple streams of income. So what would you try to tell the person who is trying to get multiple streams of income? How would you go about it? If, if you were to do it all again, what would the what would the area of emphasis be to help you get these multiple streams of income moving forward to be truly successful? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, if I do it again, I do it better um, because, you know, we always got to be learning. So um, I would always master one thing first. And once you've mastered it, um, that would give you leverage. Obviously, what I know now in the world I live now, I would find a network marketing business that you're passionate about and I would build it and I'll build it strong because in my opinion, there's nothing better than a network marketing platform because it gives you leverage. And then what I would do then is, um, you know, honestly, I would hire coaches like Jason. I would hire, you know, like, you know, he's an expert at what he does. So if I wanted to go down that route, I am a big advocate of, and I'm a coach. I'm a big advocate of fast tracking. I will hire a coach who is an expert. You know, it, it still makes sense to me. I mean, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you this example as we're sitting on a podcast. Here's a perfect example, okay? So I started doing podcasts like, I don't know, three, four years ago. I have a clue what I was doing. I just like talking to people. Right. I like sharing people's story. I just got on this Zoom thing. I think I originally started with my phone, but then I do this Zoom and started doing it. Then here comes Clubhouse. Now, I want you to understand this. This is the power of what I'm talking about right here. I've been on Clubhouse four weeks. Day one on Clubhouse, a very first room I found myself in. I'm not going to say it was coincidence because I'm a believer. I know I could have Clubhouse is huge. I could have ended up anywhere, but I end up in this podcast room. Breakfast podcast has these three champions in there that all have expertises and they're getting their knowledge. I'm an action coach. This is what I do. I take action. Okay. So here we are. So there's these coaches in there. They're giving away all this free stuff. Awesome. That's what they do. They're giving away value and value, but they're also coaches and they're experts in the different areas. So you can step off the platform and hit them on Instagram and hire them right if you want for expertise i step off i hire them i get them to help me with equipment i get them to help me with this i've already hired somebody on my team so i was spending 15 18 hours a week putting together one podcast when it came to shooting it editing it getting it ready for the asset kit getting it ready blah 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 well, I hired this one girl. All I do is shoot the podcast. I record it. I send it to her. She edits it. She puts it into this little thing. Dude, that takes me five minutes now. What's my time worth? So, but you see, so I went from in four weeks trying to find guests. I just, you know, you know, you know who Glenn Lundy is, right, Jason? Glenn Lundy. Okay. Some of you might not. Dude, yeah. he's a freaking rock star. I just wanted him on my podcast. I just saw that he booked on my podcast. I feel bad. The first available place for him to book was July. That's how far out I'm booked. And I'm doing three podcasts a day. I just had sponsors reach out to me. And then there's other people sitting in the same group that are doing two things. This is what I, this is what I watch. One, they're just showing up every day, being a spectator, not doing anything, not taking action. And number two, what they're doing, they're being cheap. They won't spend the money. They're trying to do it this way. And they're watching me go from zero to 100 
and they're sitting at zero still. So that's my 411. I am a big advocate. I will invest to have an expert help me fast track it so I can get there faster. Why? I mean, you know, and then we'll end with this because it just doesn't make sense to me, champions. And I know we're on Jason's podcast, so I'm going to use him for example. You know, I didn't know this about him, but I had him on my podcast and he's got all these successful businesses. So I'm thinking, and it's not my thing right now, but I'm thinking if I was going to go into that thing, I'm hiring this cat, right? To at least get some knowledge from him. He's an expert. I'm going to hire him so he can fast track me and I can get there now and I can get paid. Yeah. I get the question. I'm not going to say on a daily basis, but it is often. Hey, Jason, do you know of a business that you can start for nothing or very little? And I usually come back with them with the idea of, listen, what you put in it is what you're going to get out of it. If you put nothing in, you're not going to, you don't have any skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And if you want to accelerate that, the more skin in the game that you put into it is absolutely going to increase it. You know, I was talking to with a company here, a big company, publicly traded company here um, about a month ago. And they were talking about how if they put one document in the product box when they ship them out, mm -hmm. It's $1 to do that. So you're talking, you know, if you send out 100,000 boxes of this company, publicly traded company, $100,000. And so they were just saying, well, we don't know if it's worth doing that. And I said, whoa, but what if that one document brings back $5 or $10 per box? Is it worth it at that point in time? And I fully agree with you. The fact that, you know, when you're talking mentorship, coaching, just and it doesn't even have to be that level even though i recommend that level i mean it could just be listening to audiobooks mm -hmm. you know spending money for that type of stuff it's going to accelerate your game so much faster you be cheap you'll get cheap yeah that's just an important thing so guys i i love what he just said there because um i'm a huge fan of personal growth i'm a huge fan of making sure that big things happen in your business so mm -hmm. appreciate you saying that so you are network marketing. You've been in network marketing for, for it sounds like, I think 14 years. So that's, that's pretty awesome. So I've been in network marketing for myself for, for a little over 10 years. I, as you mentioned, uh, own several companies outside of that network marketing industry. So it's not, uh, it's not my only show. Um, but I think you kind of mentioned it. People are probably confused by your story because they're saying like, well, this guy's in Hollywood. I mean, an Emmy award-winning actor. <laughs> what? I mean, <sighs> And this is, I'm sure you get this too, but people all the time probably say, you know, people at the time say this to me and say, well, isn't like MLM, isn't network marketing, isn't that for like losers who can't get a job? <laughs> no, it's for smart people who know what's going on. Yeah, right? so enlighten <laughs> yeah. us on that. Enlighten us on that. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard it put that way. Losers who can't get a job. Um, yeah. So listen, here's the deal. I'll tell you why. Cause I get that question all the time. So, and, and, because of the time we're in right now, I've got real crystal clear answer for you. There's, uh, we'll figure it out. It's either four, four or five reasons why I do network marketing. Number one, uh, I just booked a series, Jerry Bruckheimer series, uh, was on top of the world, just bought my first house, matching Yukon XLs, one for me, one for my wife, um, you know, and everything was amazing, right? Christmas Eve. I get a call from my lawyer, fired, just like that. 
needless to say, it wasn't the greatest Christmas. I already had a taste in network marketing. It was at that time, number one, I said, nobody will ever have that control over me again. Because if you think about it, that, you know, that lesson in itself tells you a lot, right? They could have waited till January 2nd to fire me, but people don't care. And that was huge to me. You're just a pawn. I get it. You're running a business, whatever, but you could have waited till January 2nd. The fact that you fire me on Christmas Eve lets me know that I don't matter. Okay. Network marketing. I control my own destiny. I control my own life. If I want to make more money, I work harder. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. Number two is what I call leverage, which is what, you know, so when you, when you build a successful business, because you get to build it, it now gives you leverage, which is power. What am I talking about? Let's use me for an example. Well, I love to act. Yes, I do love to act, but there's a huge difference of whether you're a personal trainer, a doctor, a lawyer, a gardener, whatever, there's a big difference of doing what you want to do because you have to or because you want to. Okay, back in the day, there was a lot of jobs that I took as an actor because I had to. I needed to pay my bills, right? Now I only do what I want to do because my acting is not my number one job. Network marketing is. My acting does not pay my bills. My, my network marketing does. That's number two. Number three, most important to most of us entrepreneurs, is, um, you know what? As great as acting is, I wasn't changing anybody's lives. I wasn't making a difference. I'm not leaving no legacy, right? What, what, what am I going to do? Oh, I was the guy on General Hospital, played Taggart. Wow, that's awesome. You really made a difference in the world, didn't you? No, I didn't. With network marketing, I get to make a difference, right? Because you, that's what most entrepreneurs are passionate. That's what an entrepreneur means. An entrepreneur doesn't mean, a true entrepreneur mostly, doesn't mean they want to make a lot of money. It means they want to leave a legacy. They want to make a Love difference. That. And to do that, that. They, they got to make a lot of money, right? Before we used to be, I want to be a seven-figure income earner because, I, no, if you really want to make a difference now, you got to be talking eight or nine-figure <laughs> income right, to do that. So that's what, and the, the last thing is, um, so it's four things, and this is the big one, okay? This is, this is what gets me out of bed, except for those little eyes. So when, when I knew about network marketing, my dad was a fitness expert like me as well, and I brought it into my gym and everything, so I saw the power of it, I saw the big vision. I was always sharing with my dad, dude, dad, you got to, dude, this is the way to do. You got to incorporate this in your business. There's residual income, blah, 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 you know, all of that. And um, he didn't see it. You know, he was already set in his ways. He didn't see it. Um, I couldn't even get him to take the product, right? Um, and, but my dad was an amazing man. He was a real hard worker. He saved a lot of money for him and mom. He had a great plan. He had a phenomenal plan of attack. He had it all worked out. He bought himself, him and mom, this nice condo to retire in, the whole deal. He had more than enough money to take care of them forever and have some left over for, for me, his only son, right, when they passed on. And, but what he didn't have planned was he was going to get, that he get to get Parkinson's at 62. And he didn't have a plan B. He didn't have, you know, I don't even think we have those things anymore. And so eventually he had to use up all of his funds. He had to sell the, uh, the condo that he had for him and mom. And then they ended up dying a $50 cab ride away from each other. 
And I remember in those final days, I used to sit at his bedside every day. And I always used to say, man, would have my dad's life been different than if he had seen it, if he had done network marketing? And the answer would be a yes. It would be a huge yes. You know, because here's what you don't understand, champions that are listening. Because most people don't. It's amazing to me that we do not look into the future. I didn't, right? Long-term care, as of 2021, March 1st, is about $500 a day for you and your wife. The average person has $2,500 to $5,000 in their savings account. You do the math and see how long you get to stay in your house because the reality is when you can't pay the bills, I asked my money man, what happens? He said, where do you think all the homeless people come from? And I was like, I am not going out like that. I will grow old with my wife in my house. And you know what? I will because of network marketing. So that's why an Emmy award winning actor does network marketing. Lots of good stuff there. Lots of nuggets, lots of things that we could definitely pull away. Um, one of the things I love about network marketing and, and, you know, on this podcast, I talk about network marketing occasionally. I really haven't talked about it a whole lot. I talk about online business. I talk about mentorship. I talk about mindset, all that kind of stuff. Uh, one of the things I, I love about network marketing compared to that J-O-B world is the fact that in the J-O-B world, it's climbing the corporate ladder, stepping on anybody's face that we possibly can to get up the corporate ladder. But one of the things, the beautiful things about network marketing, I think people just don't understand a whole lot is that in the network marketing model, the higher we go up in the company, we're actually taking ladders and sending them down to more oh, people. We're giving multiple, multiple oh, ladders. And that there's such a there's such a vision of helping people and making an impact and a difference. You you kind of mentioned that right at the very beginning. Look, my online businesses, I own several of them. I, I do drop shipping, I do wholesale, I do affiliate marketing, I have e-courses, I have e-books, I have the whole nine yards with all that. But those are all serving one person. Well, my family, me mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about. Me, my family. I own real estate. Who does it serve? Mm -hmm. Me, my family. Uh, I have, I have some other uh, offline businesses as well. Mm -hmm. Who do they serve me, my family? Uh, and, and there's variables of them that sure you can make the argument that they, they serve other people in different ways, because obviously no good business is a good business. If it doesn't meet the need, pain or want, or find a solution for the people who are out there. And I understand that, but ultimately when all is said and done, I love what you said. And the fact that network marketing, you truly can help other mm -hmm. people. I love it. And that's why I, that's a hundred percent why I'm in network marketing. Um, it may have been at the very beginning because I needed help offset my bills, but once I got that bigger picture and it sounds like you're right there with me is that um, we, we understand the bigger picture of what network marketing is actually about. Most people don't get that. It's truly about helping mm -hmm. people. I love that. Well, I, I have 50,000 questions I want to ask you, but as we're, as we're winding down the time, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions here to kind of wind it down and then see what, um, see what, uh, where we can find you and all that kind of stuff. So what, what is the biggest failure that maybe you personally experienced in business? And then what'd you learn from it? Mm. Yeah. The biggest failure that I learned from business was 
my ego, thinking that I was too valuable. And that cost me, that cost me my job. And then in the hindsight, you know, it, because in Hollywood, you know, it, it certainly is, I mean, everything's like that is there's healthy narcissism, you know, and to be successful, there's a degree of healthy narcissism you gotta be. Um, acting world, you certainly got some degrees of narcissism in there. Some of them are more than not healthy. And, you know, you start to think, here's the thing in Hollywood, um, it's, you know, from the minute you show up on the set, what can I get you, Mr. Andrews? Can I get you some coffee, Mr. Andrews? All right, they're ready for you in makeup, Mr. Andrews. All right. You know, everybody's catering to you. Everybody's catering to you. Now, that don't bother, that don't affect me now because I'm in a different place. You know, I'm two years sober. I live in a world of gratitude and stuff like that. But back in the day, that feeds you, right? And so, you know, um, that cost me. And But then what I learned from that was, I remember this was a big game changer for me. He said, he said nobody is irreplaceable. The trick or the secret is to make yourself hard to replace. Yeah, our ego is not our amigo. And that that's, I look, guilty, <laughs> my hands are raised. <laughs> you know, yeah. guilty we for all me are, as well. We all are, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I I understand, you know, I mean, when when you have that type of world when people cater to you and it feeds your ego it's it's that's also often our demise as well so we've always got to check our ego out the door um it's hard to make an impact in life when mm -hmm. ego's in the way because it's not about them it's about mm -hmm. us at that point in time so i love that you said that i appreciate your transparency on those things because i think we could all learn from that lesson all right, so we're in a world currently with technology that's all around us, whether it's iPads, iPhones, cell phones, all kinds of stuff, smartphones. Um, in your entrepreneurial world, what is one piece of software, app, or website that has helped you, I'll say, change the game in your business that is really just a go-to app or piece of software or website that you really use often that's just been like, this is, this is essential for me that I love? Mm. You know, I'm honestly, man, right now, Clubhouse has been huge. Club Clubhouse, dude, I mean, it's the hot thing right now. And it's like, because, you know, and here's why. I'll tell you why for me. I, I mean, the obvious one is my phone. I mean, we live, I mean, I, I've done posts on this, uh, Jason, it'll crack you up. I, I actually did this post. What was it? This post was like, this oh my god i did a post like this and i actually got some champions on my team from this post but it's the truth i was you know i was sitting there one day and i said you know what because you know what i'm talking about jason we talked about this earlier people are always making excuses right i don't have time i don't got money yeah. number one yeah. i don't have time right and so i did this post one day i said if you can take a shit you can build this business unless you're not taking a shit because I build my business. A lot of my stuff I do while I'm taking a crap for real. I do my posts, I follow up and stuff like that. So um, obviously this phone is powerful, especially in our business in the world we live. But you know what? Clubhouse is game changer for me. And I'll tell you why it's a game changer for me more than anything um, is the relationships I'm building. I'm a grinder. I'm just keeping it real. And I know you are too, Jason. 
I grind and I, after I just answered your question, I said the biggest mistake really that I'd make is that, you know, I, I grinded too much and didn't focus on my family. That cost me a lot, dude. I'm just rebuilding that damage in my family right now for real. So that was probably the bigger thing than my ego is that I was mm. grinding at such a level. I was forgetting about all the people around me that I was grinding for and I wasn't present at all. But um, because of I'm such a grinder and I don't have the time, I, I'm literally, and I'm not looking for sympathy or anything. It's my choices, but I'll never forget at um, when it was my 50th birthday, I'm 58 now and really much hasn't changed except now that clubhouse has happened at my 50th birthday, my wife came to me and she said, Hey, um, can I get a list of your friends? Cause I want to have a surprise party for you. And I didn't have a list to give her. I didn't have one name or one number to give her my, my choice, my fault just because that's how I grind and roll. So, but because of Clubhouse, I've in really quickly made, you know, Jason, you one. I've made some very phenomenal friends and relationships that are growing and building that I would have never, ever made. And, you know, I, I'm not even there yet, to be honest with you. But if it's meant to be, I'm sure there's some powerful you know, business stuff that'll come. I know there's people that get on there and are full on just, and they're crushing it and they're doing great business and stuff like that. But for me right now, the most powerful thing in my life right now is Clubhouse. And it's because of the friendships and the relationships that I'm building right now. Hmm. Wow, you just made me do some soul searching myself. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about that exact same thing. I mean, if I if I had it, if my wife threw a surprise birthday party, so I'm going to be turning 40 this year. So this mm -hmm. is going to be for my wow. 40th, the big four. And I know my wife's already got something she's conjuring up. And, uh, you know, I, we live in such a superficial world. I think a lot of that is because of social mm -hmm. media. Um, and, you know, I think it's important for us all to value like, okay, so if there was a surprise birthday party and our spouse were to... <laughs> you know, send those invitations who would she be sending those invitations to because our dogs don't count <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, you know exactly so yeah so i appreciate you taking that that step back and and kind of uh, jumping off the last question we have and just you know, guys family is important and i'm a grinder too and and i'm a i'm a person just like that so i appreciate that you're saying that and i you know it's it's odd thing because it's kind of a catch-22 because the exact same reason why we do business is mm -hmm. for the family Right. So there is that catch 22, but there's a balance. And I think everybody needs to understand that. So I want to say this phrase to kind of cap off what he just said about that. And then we'll get to clubhouse here in a second, because obviously I'm a big fan of that, but guys in business, you will have a temporary instability for long-term mm -hmm. stability. And I want you to understand something that what is the temporary instability for long-term stability? Well, there has to be the negotiables and there has to be the non-negotiables. And for me, and I'm going to say, based upon what we just heard, I'm, going to say, I'm assuming for Rayal, it's going to be the same thing for him. So things I don't negotiate and will never negotiate is, number one, my relationship mm -hmm. with God. Number one, or number two, my relationship with my spouse. And then number three, my relationship with my family. And I'll say also my relationship with my church as well. I'll put that as a fourth category there. But guys, outside of that, it's pretty mm -hmm. much game on. Anything at that point in time, it, it, it can be a non-negotiable. I used to be a huge sports fan where I listened to sports radio all the time. I mean, I listened to it all the time. 
And when I started building my online businesses, I, I was like, you know, I got to stop listening to sports radio. So I started popping in audio books when I was in the car and stuff like that. Totally changed my life. Totally changed my life. And then I'm a, I'm a Denver Bronco fan, grew up in Denver. And they finally made it back to the Super Bowl after years. And so I thought, man, I got to listen to all the details about this upcoming game. And if you remember, I don't know if you're a football fan or not, but it was when they played against the Seattle Superhawks and they got totally royally butchered in the Super Bowl. I listened to that sports talk radio for a grand total of about an hour to an hour and a half. And I'm going to be honest with you. I step back and say, I do not know how I wasted so many yeah. years of my life listening to this absolute idiocracy. Mm-hmm. And so I don't listen to it anymore. It's done. It's out of my life. I will never get back on it because it is so incredibly stupid. So those guys, temporary instabilities for long-term stability. you got to understand what your negotiables are and what your non-negotiables. So I appreciate that. we got to find the balance for the family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there's not going to be sometimes there's sacrifices within your family in order to make those things mm-hmm. happen because sometimes you need to, but you cannot neglect the family. And I appreciate that you that. Now let's get to clubhouse okay. real quick. Cause that's where I found mm-hmm. you. We were actually, I, I believe it was probably the same podcast. I didn't find you in another group, even though I've seen that we've been in a lot of groups together mm-hmm. outside of that, but the podcast group is, is probably where I found you as well. So favorite app of mine too. I spend way more hours on it than I probably should. So there's that, there's that uh, uh, balance that I need to find mm-hmm. with clubhouse. Um, where can they find you on Clubhouse? What is your handle on Clubhouse so that they can make sure that they go follow you as well? Yeah, I'm at Rail Andrews. All, all my social media, I keep it simple, is at Rail Andrews, R E A L Andrews, A N D R E W S. Awesome. And if you guys haven't followed me yet, there, mine is the same as my name as well, at Jason Kukenzi. Uh, You can check this out there as well. Um, so, man, I, I appreciate you jumping on here. Just so many cool things that we could continue. And I would love to have you get on here a little bit later on, and we can just dive more into some of these things on there. Uh, so, as we go on, I know that there, you have got a podcast. Obviously, you mentioned all your social media. So, where can they find your podcast at? Yeah, best place is my, my, what I call my mothership, which is my site, www.rayelandrews.com. It's all there. All my links are there, podcasts, YouTube, you know, my coaching. If you're looking for some coaching, I, you know, you can get a free 20-minute virtual coffee date with me and just like hang out, talk, you know, you'll definitely leave away with some nuggets. If you are looking for some coaching, you know, I'm an action coach, help you in that way, um, you know, with recruiting and stuff like that. Um, master recruiting, helping people to tell their story and stuff like that. Um, in, in any of my social media, it's always got the bio. Click the link in my bio, but railandrews.com is the best way to get me. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate that. You guys go check that out there. I'll put that in the comment section for you guys. Uh, so last question, appreciate you j- jumping on here, but last question is this. Give me the most impactful quote or thought in regards to entrepreneurship that has revolutionized your life? Quote or thought. doesn't have to be a quote, but a thought, something like that is, has truly impacted your, your life and uh, impacted your business. Yeah. Um, the biggest one for me is it's going to be messy. You know, I'm a big time uh, procrastinator be- because of excellence. And one day a champion, Susan Sly, uh, one of the top uh, women entrepreneur, she did this coaching and she said, it's going to be messy. Just start. That was a game changer for me. That was game 
changer for me. And I actually still have it written right there on the wall in big red, messy writing. And so ever since that, I just jump in, dude. I just do it and figure it out afterwards. Um, it's, you know, and the one other quote I'll give you, it's been a big changer in my life. And I think it's really important now in the time we are was uh, I hate that guy. I got to know, I got to, I got to get to know him better, President Lincoln. So, um, you know, you need to stop judging people, just get to know them, mm. see who they really are. Wow. Two good thoughts. I think we judge people way sooner than we need to. Right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I love it because it does get messy. We don't have to, we don't have to know everything. I actually just posted on in Instagram today. I don't know if you ever watched MacGyver growing up. I didn't really watch MacGyver oh, yeah. a whole lot, but I love I MacGyver love and I, I parallel MacGyver to business so much. And that that's this is that MacGyver got himself in messes of situations. And I, I always use the illustration of, you know, here MacGyver is in an airplane. He just got pushed out of the plane. Oh, great. He doesn't have a parachute. He has nothing on him. Then he reaches down in his pocket and he finds a paper clip. And then somehow, miraculously, he lands safely to ground because he used what he had. And even though it was a mess, so I, I love that you said that, ended it up there because uh, that goes right along with my Instagram post. So go check my Instagram out. But uh, definitely appreciate that. So, hey. Well, I appreciate you jumping on here and you definitely threw a lot of things out there that I think can help these people chew on and hopefully make a step forward. Our, go our goal, and he said it multiple times, is to take action, guys. Don't wait. Don't play the victim. Move forward. Thank you for your transparency today. Thank you for just giving a little bit of your own story. And I, I look forward to obviously even getting to know you better and obviously getting to have you back on the podcast here at some time uh, in the near future. Everybody else, if you've not gone to iteachfreedom.com, it is my Facebook group. It is my mentorship group. I would love to help you out. If you're a person who has no clue about business, you're like, I, I would love to jump in business. I'd love to be an online world business, but you don't know. That's where we teach you at. And I would love to sit down with a video conference just like I did on a Zoom here. You don't have to be in the podcast, but I would love to help you out. Find out how you can jump into an online business and help you make all of your dreams come true as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ray. Oh, I appreciate it and look forward to chatting with you guys all here very soon.